today I would like to talk about the five five benefits we can gain from mindfulness meditation. There are five kinds of <coughs> benefit benefits we can gain from mindfulness meditation. The Buddha said, monks, this is a certain way to purify yourself of mental defilements, mental impurities, and to overcome worry and anxiety and to put an end to mental and physical pain or mental and physical distress and to develop inside knowledge and to experience the ultimate peacefulness or nibbana. So there are five kinds of benefits we can gain from Satipatthana meditation, Vipassana <coughs> meditation. So the first benefit is uh, we can purify ourselves of mental impurities or mental defilements. We have a lot of mental impurities Actually, we were not born sinners. As a human beings, human rebirth is a wholesome rebirth. So naturally, we are not really sinners, but we have sins <coughs> because of illusion, delusion, our, our egos bigger and bigger, greed bigger and bigger, and uh, hatred, jealousy, selfishness, so many mental impurities. The older we become, maybe the, the more <laughs> mental impurities <laughs> we have. <coughs> So when we were born, we are small baby. We have not that many mental impurities. <coughs> the older we become, the greedier we become. More selfish we become. So we need to purify ourselves of mental defilements, mental impurities. There are many mental impurities, mainly three kinds of mental impurities. Greed or selfishness, anger, hatred, and um, delusion or illusion or ignorance. 
So these three in Pali we call Loba, Dosa, Moha. These three mental defilements are uh, main roots of all mental impurities. Because of greed, because of selfishness, we do so many kinds of the evil deeds. When we feel greedy, first of all we suffer, and then we do something harmful to somebody else. So selfishness, we become selfish, so we always think about our interest. So we don't care other people's, and we jeopardize other people's life and properties because of greed. So greed, we call in Pali kilesa. Kilesa means mental uh, torment. So it's, we are tormented by greed. Because of greed, we may commit such evil deeds like the cheating and robbing or stealing, sexual misconducts and drug trafficking or human trafficking, something like this. Because of greed, we committed a lot of evil deeds. So the Buddha said, because of these three mental defilements, greed, hatred, and delusion, we human beings, we encounter three kinds of disasters. The first one we call Dobe Kantra, that is a drought and a famine. So drought, no rain, or too much rain, flat, and um, the forest fire, wine fire, and um, then problem with the weather, and then there will be shortage of food. That's what we call dobeka. So we will encounter that dobeka because of the, the drought and um, flood and um, many other things. So we are study this sutra. I was uh, maybe. 80-something. So I didn't understand why we are greedy. We are greedy, why the drought? <laughs> What's the relationship between drought and our greed? You know, I, I did not understand. What's the relationship between and the flood and uh, global warming <laughs> and our greed? 
how our greed is related to the famine, shortage of food. I didn't understand. You know. I just accepted, oh, that's the Buddha taught. Okay. <laughs> mm. But uh, lately, I start to understand. <laughs> And another, um, I mean, the second disaster is the Buddha said, Yogandra. Uh, Yogandra means several kinds of diseases. Because of greed, hatred, delusion, we humans we encounter the disastrous diseases. The Buddha said, <laughs> this also I didn't understand why the Buddha say like that, you know, what the relationship between the greed and uh, our greed and anger and um, diseases. And also we encounter Satantra, Satantra means weapon, disastrous weapon because of greed, hatred, anger, illusion, delusion. We human beings, we encounter the disastrous weapon. So weapon, the Buddha said, will be available anywhere, anytime. So that this makes sense. <laughs> because we have greed, anger, hatred, and we will make uh, we will sharpen our knife to, to cut somebody's throat. Mm, that makes sense. So this is agreeable to me. <laughs> <coughs> so we study both uh, Pali Sutras, discourses, to gain degree. Mm. So the, whether it's right or wrong is uh, not our concern. <laughs> but uh, later, when I get older, Mm. I start to understand mm, the Buddha is right. <laughs> so because of our greed, there's a, a lot of disasters. Like global warming, we cut a lot of trees, deforestation. And our, our, our air is polluted. Waters are polluted. So we are greed jeopardize our planet. <coughs> this planet we no longer support our greed, and no longer satisfy our greed. This planet is no big, no longer big enough. Our greed, we greed in search of desire. We cut forests. Tree cannot grow well. <laughs> we cut again. <laughs> Something like this. You know. A few years ago, there some people they make artificial milk powder. And um, you know that in the news? Yeah. So children's children died because of that 
you know, milk powder. That's greed, you know. The human organs are available nowadays, India or Indonesia or Bangladesh. You know, if you want any organ, heart or lung or kidney, or you can just pay, you know, money. <laughs> it's a matter of money, greed, you know, greed. So rich people, they, they make profit as the expand or the poor people, uneducated people. So they get their human organs for not, almost nothing, and then they make a lot of profits. You know. That's greed. So because of greed, natural resources become less and less. The fishes become less and less. Even the whale become the what the sandwich. <laughs> big whale, you know, big fish in the ocean. Now you can eat uh, whale, whale, whale sandwich, you know. <laughs> so even the whale cannot survive <laughs> in the ocean because of human greed. So our planet no longer big enough for our greed. So greed jeopardizes our lives, our planets, everything else. So the greed is uh, it's a reasonable to say greed is uh, unwholesome, evil. And greed is responsible for our sufferings. So we use, we misuse or we, we abuse a lot of natural resources. So the, nowadays we start to encounter global warming. As you know, you know much more than I do. <laughs> so that we or our greed are responsible for global warming, right? So the drought, shortage of food is uh, related to our greed. So I start to understand, oh, the Buddha's, he said, right. <laughs> Why he say right? Because of greed, hatred, delusion, we will encounter shortage of food as a result of drought, flood, and natural disasters. The 25 centuries ago, the Buddha gave this talk. But today is, I think, Understand. I start to understand. It's true. <laughs> mm. But when I start to started to learn this sutra, I didn't find any clue, any relationship between the our greed and uh, drought or the famine. Now I start to understand. Yeah, our greed related to the natural disasters. You know drought and a food shortage. In old days, we believe the fish never were short for us. In the ocean, the fish will be always plenty for us. But nowadays, we start to worry <laughs> about the fish too. So anyway, greed is uh, unwholesome, evil, because of two reasons. One is uh, is torturing ourselves 
another is torturing others and our planets. So because of two these reasons, these reasons, greed, the Buddha said, unwholesome, mental impurity. So we have a lot of greed, selfishness. So we need to purify ourselves of greed, selfishness. So Satipatthana meditation, as the Buddha said, the certain way to overcome, to purify ourselves of these mental impurities. And because of greed and hatred, and that throughout history, human history, there were a lot of bloody wars, never end, even today. Nowadays, people, they own you know, very powerful weapons. Weapons available everywhere, even in Burma. You can buy weapons, you know, guns, you know. <laughs> so the, the Buddha said weapon will be get available anywhere, anytime. He says true now. <coughs> so that we have more than enough weapon to destroy our planet. You know that, right? Mm. So the Buddha said, because of greed and hatred and delusion, our human greed, who encounter the disastrous weapons, the disaster or the weapons, I mean the wars, and uh, second, first world war, second world war, millions of people were killed in China. During the Kachara revolution, millions of people were killed. And the second world war, uh, many millions of people. And uh, many small wars around the world never, never ends. Even in Burma, small country, war never ends, you know. Mm. That's uh, because of greed, selfishness, anger, hatred, delusion, illusion, you know. So the hatred, pride, jealousy, prejudice, discrimination, these are related to anger and hatred, self illusions. So these are all mental impurities. First of all, they torture us and then torture others and our planets. For these two reasons, hatred and anger, jealousy, pride and prejudice, these are one group. Uh, is we call dosa in Pali. Uh, we will encounter disasters. Mm. And a delusion, illusion. We always have deceited illusion. We think we are someone eternal, timeless, never die. We think that way. <laughs> we are someone unique. Someone unique. So our ego is very big. Illusion, delusion, very deep-seated, deep-rooted, <laughs> unbelievable. <coughs> we are like, we are like actually seasonal bugs. 
in this universe. You know, you know that season back, especially the tropical country like Burma. You know, when we light on th this way, our bugs come out. You know, <laughs> so when we read and uh, study, and bugs come out and uh, insect come out. Sometimes I put down my book and look at the the insects, and I, I saw them. Oh, they are happy. You know, sometimes they fight. Uh, Sometimes they make laugh. Oh. <laughs> mm. They enjoy their life. Their life is meaningful. Maybe they also have a big ego like us. <laughs> I, I, I think so. <laughs> no. They may believe they are also someone unique in the world, right? And uh, someone timeless, never die, you know. So illusion. Very deep seated illusion, delusion. Because of this illusion, delusion, our ego is a bigger and a bigger greed, bigger and a bigger hatred, bigger and a bigger. <coughs> so, mainly there's uh, three kinds of mental hindrances, mental impurities or defilements. Why we call these things, mental impurities. Two reasons. One is they jeopardize us. Another is they jeopardize others and our planets. So that makes sense, right? <laughs> so that we need to purify ourselves on these mental hindrances, mental impurities. The Buddha said, Vipassana, mindfulness meditation, is a certain way to purify ourselves of these mental impurities. So we need to purify ourselves of these mental impurities before too late, before we face disasters, three kinds of disasters. At least we can save ourselves individually, even though we may not save the whole universe. <laughs> so the meditation, mindfulness can help us to individually not the may not be the whole universe because the whole universe don't practice meditation. <laughs> Only very lucky small group like this unique group <laughs> practice meditation. <coughs> so as mentioned Steve yesterday and uh, this uh, even this afternoon evening, you know. So greed, being greed, and awareness of greed is different. Okay. So being angry and uh, being aware of anger is uh, different. If we are angry, our mind is uh, fully focused that person. We think about how to keep that guy, you know. So we, we are not really aware we are angry. We are not really aware we are greedy. Suppose, for example, you know, the, someone like the beautiful angel bring the uh, golden bowl full of the golden coins, gold coins, and bring it to us. We imagine, 
<laughs> Suppose we imagine. And then we feel greedy, right? We want to get gold coins. So our mind will be lost in the thought of the gold coin or the dollars. <laughs> so we are not aware of our greed. We are not aware of our greed. We are not aware of ourselves. We are not, you know, don't know what happened to our mind. So that's ignorance. That's ignorance. So through the Vipassana practice, we try to aware, we try to recognize it. Oh, I'm a greedy, greedy, or I'm a uh, angry, angry. If we are really aware, if we are uh, really aware of the present phenomena, really aware of the anger or the greed, there we take place, there we arises, arise the inside knowledge. That's insight into mind. And then the mind will become tranquil. At that moment, you are free from mental defilements. You are free from anger for that moment. At least we can keep anger under control, for sure. We can keep our mental hindrances under control. If you are aware of anger, our worry, anxiety, hatred, jealousy, they always right under control. So in this way, we can overcome the anger or hatred or mental impurities in a momentary manner, not overcome once and for all, well, not forever, just that moment. The moment we are aware of our anger, we can overcome that anger for that moment. We can develop insight into the mind for that moment. There is a realization along with the superior happiness for that moment, I mean. <laughs> Next moment, <laughs> anger keep on going. Mm, <laughs> how to keep this guy, you know, <laughs> something like this. <laughs> um, the moment we are angry, of course, there is no there's uh, no inside knowledge, no awareness. We have to suffer. The anger, we torment ourselves fast. When we angry, you know, we feel uncomfortable. Our face become red. Our heart may become, you know, the beat, beat, heartbeat may become faster. And the blood circulation, something wrong, and the digestion system may, 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 wrong, may get wrong in some way. So when we're angry, physical functions, you know, something wrong with the physical functions, and mentally also, and also the unhealthy chemical changes take place in our bodies. So anger torture us fast, and then later others 
we do something bad to somebody, and uh, if we have a gun, maybe we shoot him. <laughs> something like this, you know. So the anger, out of control. If we ever develop mindfulness, we can know anger. Oh, we can recognize anger. Oh, I'm angry, angry. And then anger will get under control. And then if we have good training and meditation practice, anger will disappear right away. You know, jealousy disappear right away. As soon as we recognize it, as soon as we become aware of the jealousy or anger, hatred, they will disappear right away. If we have good training in the meditation practice, of course, without training, you, you, can, you cannot even ride a bike, you know. <laughs> how simple, however simple it may be, the training is important. Like, like this retreat, you know, like intensive retreat, we, we can have good training in the mindfulness practice. So before too late, we can keep our anger under control, you know. So that's uh, temporary eradication. We call uh, the kaniga <coughs> bahana. That means momentary eradication of the anger and hatred and jealousy. Because of jealousy, there were many problems in human history in the government and the and the royal family, something like this, you know. So the, if we have mindfulness training, we can keep our anger, hatred, and jealousy under control before too late. Or we can stop right away if we have good training in mindfulness. But this is, of course, temporary manner. Kaniga Bahana, we call. Later, when conditions are met, anger arises again, jealousy arises again, greed arises again. And uh, we have to be aware of it. Aware of it. And then uh, anger will get under control, jealousy will get under control, greed and selfishness will get under control for that moment. And then uh, it will come, uh, come again, that's the way they are. <laughs> we can do it in a temporary manner with the help of mindfulness. But uh, when the mindfulness becomes mature and mature, we can develop insight knowledge step by step. You know, as Steve explained to you, step by step. And then one day, I don't know when, <laughs> one day, <laughs> we can overcome mental defilements once and for all, forever. <laughs> There's the four stages of enlightenment. Okay, that's a, anyway, that's a temporary eradication of mental defilements. So when we are fully enlightened through the stages of inside knowledge, we will overcome all these mental defilements then we will be eternally safe <laughs> or the, from any disasters. <laughs> mm. That there is a superior happiness.
So that's the first benefit we can gain from mindfulness meditation. Please try to apply mindfulness to your daily life. We can keep our, our mental hindrances, mental defilements under control before too late, before we do something wrong. We can keep our mental impurities under control. That, that's the first, mental, uh, the first benefit. Second benefit is uh, to overcome worry and anxiety. Through the Vipassana meditation, mindfulness, through the mindfulness, we can overcome worry and anxiety in a temporary manner. When we are enlightened, when we attain first stage of enlightenment or second stage of enlightenment, something like this. And then when we attain the third stage of enlightenment, we can overcome worry and anxiety forever, once and for all. But for that, we temporarily, momentarily, moment by moment, we can overcome worry and anxiety. When we feel worry, we can apply mindfulness, oh, I'm a worry, worry, and uh, worry, we stop there. Don't forget what the definition still said. Between the being worried and uh, being aware of worry is uh, different, okay? <laughs> it's <a> very important. <coughs> so let me tell you my own experience. Two years I'm disrobed. After, after I'm disrobed, I was at the door of the operation theater. Operation to have the an operation. It's just a minor operation, you know, the appendix operation. But at the public hospital in Parma, it's uh, never safe. <laughs> <laughs> They never use, you know, the disposable club, disposable needle. They use it again and again, you know. And um, sometimes they, they are out of stock, you know, they, they don't have medicine or the, they don't even have, you know, the handy plastic. <laughs> something like that. well, that's a very common, but not, not something unusual. <laughs> this is a very routine. <laughs> so that's a public hospital. I cannot afford the private hospital. <laughs> so I'm just disrobed. I have no money, no home, homeless. My wife and a small kid. Oh, just imagine, you know, how anxious I, I was at that time. Worry and anxiety a lot. You know. They never sterilize the needle. You <laughs> said. <laughs> wow, that that risky, you know. <laughs> so the at the at the at the door of the operation theater, operation room. Oh, my heart beat, you know, very fast, and uh, uh, blood pressures get very high. My wife face very gloomy, you know. Mm. So how to overcome this problem. So I'm trying to practice metta. 
Because if I say Meda, Deva, and Deity, they love me, they take care of me. So that's uh, my idea. <laughs> so I said, Meda, oh, all the Devas and Deity, all human beings, may be why and happy, be why and happy, be why and happy. <laughs> Yes, I just say, I just say, but not from the bottom of my heart. Because they're uh, very anxious, you know, very worried. Oh. <laughs> Is it like the, at the door or the death, you know? <laughs> mm. Life is uh, uncertain. <laughs> death is certain, you know. <clears throat> and then I try, I normally I'm a very good trainer in the meditation on 32 part of the body. I have, I have very good training. Anytime I practice, you know, concentration right away take place. I'm trying to, you know, the practice, oh, I, I am nobody. I am the hair and body, hair, knee, finger, knee, skin, bone, and oh, nobody, I'm nobody, I'm impersonal. So, <laughs> oh, it doesn't work. <laughs> 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 you know that you. <laughs> uh, that's a, just imagine you know, the, the, at the at the at the door or the death you know, <laughs> no easy job. <laughs> so as you know, finally, oh. I try mindfulness meditation. No choice. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so I note, oh, anxious, 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 worry, 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 worry. You know, believe it or not, it just takes only three or five minutes most. Right away, mind calm down and peaceful. You know, because they. At that moment, anxiety and worry is uh, so obvious, extremely obvious, you know, no doubt about that. <laughs> so they're easily, very easy to focus on that, very easy to aware of that, that mental state. Remember, being anxious and uh, being aware of anxious, different, okay? <laughs> very important point. <laughs> <laughs> mm. So when I became aware of the, my anxiety, maybe at most five minutes, unbelievable. That's my own experience. I calm and peaceful, heartbeat okay, and no high in blood, pressure, I'm very okay, you know, calm and peaceful, I just know, I, I, I definitely find out the benefits, wow, this works very well. So I, I put more effort, you know, in the mindfulness, and the more mindfulness, the calmer I became. So finally, they took me into operation hall, operation room, I'm, they check me. Oh, everything goes very well. My heart beats very well. Blood pressure very well. So they don't, they didn't 
make me sleep. They don't even use the uh, anesthetic. They just make you know, something numb. Mm. So they, they say, are you OK? Oh, I'm OK. I'm really OK. <laughs> yeah. They, they amaze me. Oh, you, you, <laughs> you very calm. <laughs> so they lie down. I know everything. I know what they are talking, you know. What they are doing, and I'm free. They cut my skin, and then they, they do everything. I'm free, even though not very painful. I'm free, everything. So I have very successful operations, such a, you know, the risky operation room <laughs> in Parma. <laughs> oh, thanks to mindfulness. <laughs> <laughs> <coughs> That's uh, my own experience. So the Buddha said, we can overcome worry and anxiety. So this is a second benefit we can gain from mindfulness meditation. Of course, this is a temporary eradication. We can overcome worry and anxiety once and for all, forever, only when we attain the dark stage of enlightenment. So for some reason, worry will come again, and anxiety will come again. We, we apply mindfulness again. In this way, we can keep under control, you know. So I found the difference between someone who have good training in mindfulness, and uh, someone no training in mindfulness. Let me tell you my another experience. After about ten years later, we have home and uh, something, you know. But at that time, my my wife got same problem, and uh, at that time I can afford you know, private hospital, <laughs> so I bought a private hospital. They're very much better than. Of course, private, uh, public hospital. But uh, she has very little training in mindfulness practice. Although the conditions are quite good, she cannot control her anxiety. So heartbeat and blood pressures, uh, you know, the alarmingly got high. So doctor, they got anxious. Right away they make my wife sleep. <laughs> you know, they, they make my wife sleep. And uh, they cut and uh, they show me, they cut off this one, something like this. <laughs> so that I found the difference between someone who has good training in mindfulness and uh, very little training in mindfulness. No. But later my wife, she, she appreciates mindfulness. So now she like this more and more. <laughs> so the, in this way, you can worry and anxiety. Um, so I have many experience. I want to share one more experience. <laughs> <coughs> so I'm, uh, I was driving the monastery car. So one day, <coughs> I just stopped in a <coughs> traffic light. Traffic light became yellow and I have to stop. That's the traffic rule regulation in Burma. <coughs> you cannot 
cross the road when the, the light yellow. It's very difficult you to, to, to guess when it's yellow. <laughs> <laughs> and when you cross the yellow, eh, give the fine, you know. They call money put into their pocket. <laughs> That's the way they make money, you know. <laughs> so the, I, when the, the, the light turns into yellow, so I stop right away. And then the big truck behind me hit, you know, my, my, my car. You know, that's all my car, boom, you know, the, <laughs> with a um, jump over the road. I don't know what happened. <laughs> 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 so the uh, uh, front seat is uh, the monk's sitting. Uh, the monk is there. So he didn't know what happened. What happened, Ulami? I didn't know it at all. <laughs> <laughs> so we got out of the car and saw the, the rear part of the car is uh, oh, so terribly destroyed. Oh, we got scared. Oh, luckily we stay alive. <laughs> so the car belonged to my teacher, Ubandita. That's a big problem. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, just imagine. <laughs> I'm really worried and anxious. The whole body is shaky, you know. And the tra traffic police, they come out. Uh, they're happy, you know. They want to make money. <laughs> <laughs> they are different. <laughs> so I'm shaky. They ask me question. I, I don't know how to, I didn't know how to answer. I didn't even know what he's asking because uh, so much anxious. You know, the car is uh, something uh, precious in Burma, no, not like here. Only maybe 1% one, 1 of the people has own cars. Until today, I have no car. <laughs> For my life, I never have car. <laughs> Only bus and uh, trains, public transport. So the, this car is, uh, so the my teacher, Upanita, supposed to be, uh, people regarded he's rich because he has car, you know. You have car, that means you are rich, you know, in Burma. <laughs> but here, everybody has car. <laughs> so the, I can't imagine how to show my face to my teacher, how to explain, how to compensate the car, you know. Oh. It's a really disaster. <laughs> I hand shaky and mind shaky. So, of course, no choice. I apply mindfulness. I note worry, 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 worry. You know, it it did work. Really work. You know, <laughs> mind is a calm down. I understand the questions raised by the traffic police. I can answer it. You know, I'm. Uh, so I can show my driver line, driver license, and uh, I, I, I say who I am, you know that, and where this car belong to, who something like this, and then I want to call to my center, you know, share my teacher's center. So I forgot telephone numbers, you know, <laughs> because the mind is so anxious, I cannot even remember the telephone numbers, and the hand is uh, shaky. Oh, horrible, you know. <laughs> so I know the shaky, shaky. I focus on my hand, shaky, shaky, anxious, anxious. I didn't remember the telephone number. I'm trying to focus 
Om the shaky hand and no day shaky, 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 anxious, 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 you know. After a while, mine is a karma. And I start to remember telephone number. I press it. <laughs> and call the mind center and call the accident and uh, please send me somebody to pick me up and to deal with the problem with the police, you know, something like this. Of course, mindfulness helped me a lot to deal with that problem successfully. That's my own experience. You know, I share this experience with you. You know, cross the finger. <laughs> you never experience like that. <laughs> but uh, remember, mindfulness can help you to overcome worry and uh, anxiety, at least in a temporary manner. It can save me, it can save everybody else, you know. So, of course, when we develop the inside knowledge step by step until that level of enlightenment, we can overcome worry and anxiety once and for all, step by step. So still we explain how to <laughs> reach that step. <laughs> so that's uh, the second benefit we can gain from mindfulness meditation. So the Buddha said, through the mindfulness, you can overcome worry and anxiety. And the third benefit is uh, mental and uh, physical pain, <coughs> or mental and uh, physical distress. So pain and uh, diseases are more or less related to our mind. Our mind, unhealthy mind, unhealthy mental states, they always generate unhealthy chemical changes in our body. For example, worry, depression, anger, hatred, jealousy, they always generate the unhealthy physical phenomena in our body. Unhealthy mean uh, chemical changes in our body. So when we have such mental impurities and uh, defilements, our physical body, you know, the deteriorates. So if our mind is pure, a blood circulation, metabolism, and uh, digestion system, heartbeat, everything we more or less better. So that according to the science, our diseases, our pains, are more or less related to our mind. So if our mind is pure, it will generate the, generate the healthy physical phenomena in our body. And uh, if we have loving kindness, your face will become beautiful and uh, lovely. If we have hatred and jealousy, our face will become despicable. You know, right? <coughs> so our mental hindrances affect our body, our physical, mental phenomena, and our facial expression. Over the time, our body will be, will be in jeopardized. 
because of mental impurities, mental defilements. So before too late, we can apply mindfulness to do something better for our body, for our health, to prevent diseases from rising. Nowadays, because of the mental hindrances, impurities, we have a lot of <coughs> diseases. You know, and uh, up to date diseases. <laughs> and, uh, like the SA, you know, swine flu, something like this. And, uh, so one day, no one know the faster, more deadly, new disease <laughs> may take place. <laughs> no one know. <coughs> anyway, Mindfulness can help us to overcome such mental and physical pain, at least to some extent. In the history of the uh, our meditation Mahasi Center, we have many cases in which people got their diseases cured. Some people, they have a due date for operation for one of the women, for example, he, she got the, a tumor in her womb in the Mahasi Center. So then she's, she's diagnosed. And then she, today uh, is uh, next month to be hospitalized for operation. So she was so scared and uh, so anxious, so she came to Mahasi Center uh, to practice meditation. Because in case she die, she have something. <laughs> So then she practiced meditation. At that time, Mahasi Siaro was teaching. So Siaro encouraged him, please note it, your pain. So she feel pain in her womb, oh, very severe. So Siaro encouraged, don't give it, note it, pain, pain. So she know pain, pain, pain. So day by day, the more you know the pain, the worse the pain becomes, that's the way it is. <laughs> because it's obvious. <coughs> But Sierra encouraged her to note. <coughs> so she's uh, <coughs> also very scared for operation. <coughs> Maybe she's also like me, <laughs> public hospital, <laughs> I don't know. <coughs> so she make effort. No pain, pain, pain. No, after three weeks, pain mm -hmm. is uh, horrible. One day, one evening, pain is horrible. And she knows pain, pain, oh, pain is really killing. But finally, she feels the pain is broken, you know, exploded. Uh, pain reached its peak, you know, so pain. But uh, after that moment, no more pain. So unbelievable. So she said, uh, no more pain. So my child said, okay, you. Uh, you check again with the doctor. And the doctor check. Nothing. So she no need to go through the operation. Something like this. <laughs> this uh, really happened, you know, real story. <laughs> Not imaginary. <laughs> you know. Something like this, we have th this kind of cases throughout in the medi meditation center histories. So uh, I, I, I analyze why mindfulness can help to cure diseases. 
maybe the mindfulness, uh, uh, precise awareness, maybe they, they, it's just sent, that's my, my, my judgment. It sent the, the correct signal to the brain, you know. And then brain know how to cure. <laughs> maybe that, that, that's the way I, I analyze. I don't know. But uh, anyway, mind and body are always related. All our diseases, according to the science, more or less related to our mind. If our mind is pure, our physical phenomena will become healthy. And chemical changes, healthy chemical changes. And uh, all metabolism, all the blood circulation, heartbeat, everything will go very well when our mind is calm and peaceful. So with the help of the mindfulness, we can keep our mind calm and peaceful, at least in a temporary manner. Of course, when, when the time comes, we worry come again, and uh, we apply the mindfulness again, and uh, worry come again, mindfulness again. <laughs> so it's a temporary we can overcome. But uh, this is a very amazingly you know, works. It's a very helpful for our happiness. So, so mindfulness can stop physical and mental pain. There's uh, many things to talk about regarding this point, but uh, not much time left. And um, so the Mindfulness is uh, something kind of the, I mean, the, in a kind of the healing power. Not really, I mean, but uh, it's a really work like a healing power. <laughs> it's a, you know the Mr. Goenga? He's a very famous meditation master of worldwide repute. He had very strange headache. He's a well to do person, so he got treatment in US or in Europe, not cured. Finally, he came to Burma and practiced with the Burmese meditation lay person. Uh, through the meditation practice, he got cured, that headache. You know. No charge, you know, free or charge. <laughs> free or charge. No. It's a CNG, cheap and good. <laughs> so the, you know the his, the his history? That's the reason he became the famous meditation master of worldwide repute, you know. That's meditation, mindfulness meditation. Uh, help him overcome the disease. So that's a, that, that benefit we can gain from mindfulness meditation. So a lot of benefits, but uh, without training, it's uh, not like instant noodle. <laughs> we just put water and uh, you can eat it. That's instant noodle. <laughs> Mindfulness, we need training, okay? So we need the uh, routine like this. 
And then we can apply mindfulness to our daily life to overcome these uh, problems. And, <laughs> and then the fourth benefit is, uh, of course, inside knowledge. More or less, you are developing inside knowledge. As mentioned, Steve, repeatedly, you know, when, you, when we see the mandate of physical phenomena as they really are, we see the real phenomena. The moment we see real phenomena, we develop that moment inside. And at that moment, we overcome worry and anxiety. Of course, next moment we worry again and uh, <laughs> mind again uh, and uh, delusion, illusion, and anger again. And uh, we, we know it again. And uh, we develop mindfulness and inside knowledge there. So in this way, we accumulate inside knowledge day by day, month by month. It is uh, not like just you know, the, the college certificate. We cannot give you certificate. <laughs> Oh, you, you, you reach this level. Uh, I mean, uh, you reach the first stage, uh, first insight. So we give you the certificate. <laughs> we cannot do like that. Because uh, one moment we develop the, this insight, next moment we don't. Another moment, uh, a lot of mental defilements, you know. And uh, when conditions are met, when a mindfulness concentration is good, we develop insight. And in this way, the frequency of insight mm, accumulated, gain momentum. And then we have uh, comprehensive knowledge of the first insight. And then we go second insight. Okay? So in this way, we go step by step. But that's, uh, you are scan insight, we cannot get certificate because uh, when you don't write this, you will get to zero again, <laughs> right? So at least you have to maintain your daily life. Just like physical exercise, uh, building muscle. If you lift weight, you build muscle. If you put down weight, you, you never do lift weight. No more muscle, you know, <laughs> something like this. <laughs> so the, if you don't write it at, at all, you start your practice for for month or year. You may gain two or three insight. You may develop two or three insight during this retreat. But if you don't practice anymore, you down to the zero. <laughs> okay, so that you have to maintain. It is not like a college degree. You get college degree, or you always get that degree. You don't need to go down primary school. <laughs> but the meditation practice, not like that. You have to go down primary school. <laughs> so the, even the one day, one moment we can develop inside, next moment we are zero. Something like this. Until we reach certain level of enlightenment. So finally we experience the enlightenment and ultimate peacefulness of Nibbana. That's uh, the fifth benefit we can gain. So altogether, we can get five benefits. Regarding the last two benefits, I will leave <laughs> Steve. <laughs> 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 okay. Thank you very much for your attention. <laughs>
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.